Hello, explorers, and welcome to Q&A episode number 14 of Unbroken Podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Amore, and I'm here today to talk about happiness. And to and the first thing I want to do actually is do a couple of follow-ups quickly on a couple of previous episodes. So a couple of Q&A episodes ago, I talked about the low mood that I was in and the the experiences that I've had in the past with uh, low moods being a precursor to some sort of shift or insight or transformation, that kind of thing. And so I just wanted to quickly follow up and say my low mood is still around. I can definitely feel it today. I've been a little bit distracted by some life things that have been going on, but Today I'm very settled and I can definitely tell it's still there. In fact, I'm recording this episode on the day that it's um, supposed to go out on, a, on the Monday. And that's really unlike me. I tend to do things in advance, but it was a bit of a, I don't know, I don't want to say a chore, but it was a bit of an effort to get myself into the chair today and record this episode. And so to me, that's an indicator that my mood is is low. Um, you know, it's sort of, I've been describing it to myself as depression light. Um, on the scale of depression with 10 being the worst, it's really definitely very low on that scale, like a one or a two, but I do notice it. And uh, yeah, so like I said, in the previous episode, I'll just carry on and uh you know, take everything as it comes. And I mean, as ever with these situations, um, it changes, you know, we, I was planting flowers on the weekend. It's spring here now. And I went to the garden center, got some flowers, came home, put them all in their little pots, uh, so that I could put them out on my balcony. And for example, during that experience, I was really content and really happy and distracted, I think, from my low mood. So yeah, I just wanted to point that out as well, uh, that we, yeah, we live in a very changeable, uh, we're having a very changeable experience, which is something I'm going to talk about in just a second as well, related to happiness. So then the second thing I wanted to follow up on was I mentioned that there's this uncertainty going on with my living situation. And What's been really interesting to note is that though it's it can it can be really scary in, in given moments, I can really see my experience coming from the inside out. So sometimes I'm worried about what might happen in the future. Sometimes it's not on my mind at all and I'm very, you know, content or peaceful or just not thinking about it. And to me that just points to the nature of our experience and how you know, we think that our circumstances is are what create our experience of life. And when we take a moment to just observe our own lives and what's going on with ourselves, and I encourage you to do this for yourself, just test it, try it out, see if it, you know, see what you notice, that I really notice that, that this, you know, kind of, um, what would I say, difficult maybe, or challenging situation with housing is, like I say, it's not on my mind all the time. And if my experience was outside in, then I would be bothered by that all the time because it's still unresolved. You know, it's been over a month that this has been going on. And 
there still aren't any clear answers and I don't know what the future holds. And yet at some moments, I'm just perfectly at peace with the whole thing. And I will say too, that I was writing in my journal on the weekend. And one of the things I said that I would like to do is to really ask that my mind takes a step back from this situation. And so what I mean by that is that my normal modus operandi would be to really use my brain and figure out solutions and, you know, really get in there, start calling people, start making plans. Um, And not that there's anything wrong with that at a certain, you know, at any given time. But where I felt my wisdom in this moment was guiding me, for lack of a better word, was to really take a step back and just see what the universe comes up with. And the universe is a lot smarter than me. Uh, (laughs) That goes without saying. And so I'm almost kind of posing it to it like a challenge to myself. How peaceful and calm and quiet and can I be? And how little can I interfere with whatever wants to unfold? And how much can I listen to my wisdom and go where it shows me might be the next best step to take? Sorry, that grammar was terrible, but you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, just following that rather than following my mind, which tends to be quite fearful and nervous and wants everything to be squared away and under control and all that kind of stuff. So that's what I'm trying to do. And here's what's interesting. So on the weekend, as I was planting my flowers, uh, someone approached me about the housing situation and suggested a, a, a possible solution. I hadn't done anything. I didn't you know, look for answers at all. I was just out there uh, working on my deck and these this couple came up and we started chatting and they, yeah, provided a potential solution. So that to me was, in, was really, really interesting because like I say, I just had stayed out of the way as much as possible and then this thing came up with this couple. So I don't know, I still don't know what's going to happen or if that's what they suggested was even an answer that's going to be um, a good one for me, but I'm loving just letting it unfold. And I do, even now, actually, I do feel anxious about it sometimes. And I notice now talking about it has made me feel a little anxious. My brain is starting to go, oh, I hadn't thought about this in a while. And now you're bringing it up and what's going to happen. So that's really funny and really interesting. Anyway, so I'll keep you posted on that. But yeah, like I say, the the big um, lesson, that's not quite the right word, the big stretch goal, <laughs> That's I guess that's what traditional coaches would call it, for me, it's just this idea of staying out of the way and seeing what happens, seeing what the universe can organize. And yeah, so we'll just see what happens. Okay, so the title of this Q&A episode was that uh, searching for happiness is BS. And 
that's kind of a clickbaity title, but here's why I titled that. I just wanted to come back to the idea that, well, here's what happened. I was listening to a podcast uh, last week sometime, and the guest was, and this was not a Three Principles or Inside Out podcast, it was just an interview show, and the guest was a woman who has written lots of books about happiness, and she's quite famous for this subject, and uh, yeah, she's written more than one book about happiness and how to find it and how to have more of it in our lives and that kind of thing. And I went, I haven't read the book, but I went and looked at the description on uh, a bookstore and she talks about how she had this sort of dark moment in her life and she realized that time was passing. And so she wanted, she wanted to make sure she was making the most of her time in the world, which is a great thing to think and do. And so she spent a year um, studying the, the scientific research about happiness and how to create more of it in our lives. And she found things like she describes, you know, novelty and change uh, are what scientists figure creates more happiness in our lives. Um, that money does help, you know, it, it can help to buy us happiness in certain situations. Um, and that outer order creates inner calm. So I was thinking about that and thinking about how logical and sensible that approach is uh, until we see that life works in an inside out way. And when we see that, and what I really wanted to point out today is that what ends up happening when we're chasing something like happiness or searching for it or trying to create more of it is that paradoxically I think what it can do is is create in us a hyper vigilance for when we're not happy and the thing about a feeling like happiness is that it's part of the human experience and it comes to life um, like all the other feelings and human experiences that we have. So it comes to life the same way that joy does or sadness or loneliness or contentment or anger. All of these things are part of the river of life that is flowing through us and coming to life in every moment, moment to moment. And when we don't see that, when we believe innocently that life is outside in and that we need to create certain conditions in order to create that feeling that we're wanting to have more of, happiness, joy, whatever it is. Uh, like I said, I in my experience, what that does is, it, you know, in the past, if I've tried things like that, what it's made me do is be hypervigilant when I'm, or I become hypervigilant about that feeling that I'm trying to create. And then I just become completely focused on the fact that it's if and when it's not happening. And for me, that could create things like a real feeling of failure. And this is what the, the self-help industry 
the effect that it really had on me when I was looking at things from an outside-in way was that when I couldn't create, let's say, for example, if I had read this lady's book, when I couldn't create greater happiness in my life, when all I started noticing was the days and the moments when I was unhappy or when it came to overeating, you know, when all I could notice was my cravings because I was trying to control and curb and eliminate those, uh, that's, that's what caused me greater suffering. So that's the point I wanted to bring up today, that once we begin to notice the, the inside-out nature of life and the way that it's flowing through us, we don't need to be attached to the feelings of unhappiness that we have, and they will just float by. So one feeling that very often makes me uh, uncomfortable, and I don't, I don't actually experience it all that often, but is loneliness. That's a feeling that I notice when I start to feel it, um, I almost get, I almost get scared of the feeling. It's like, oh no, this is happening. And what if it swamps me? What if it overwhelms me and I can't deal with it? You know, it feels like that, uh, a fear of being, yeah, being swamped, being completely taken over and almost, you know, destroyed by that feeling. And then Lately, you know, in the last few years, after a minute or two, I realized, oh, this, you know, it's just a feeling and the attendant thoughts that come with it. And I don't need to brace myself against it or talk myself out of it or try to make it go away. You know, I don't need to make a list of 10 reasons why I'm not lonely. And sure enough, it passes by. It's, it's not something that is, is going to stay permanently with me because nothing is. It's, you know, life is coming to life on a moment-to-moment basis. And as I've said before, the way to make a feeling, you know, an uncomfortable feeling sticky is to resist it. And knowing that we, you know, that in any given moment, another experience is going to come to life very shortly, gives us a lot of freedom and uh, allowance for the experience of life that is that is coming through us, that is coming to life. So I just wanted to point that out because this lovely woman, you know, this author that I was listening to on the podcast is really... I I mean, I could tell she, her intention is, of course, to help people to create more happiness in their lives. And it was just that what I see is that when we allow whatever wants to come to life within us, then there's less suffering, really. That's what it boils down to. Um, That's all it is. We suffer when we, yeah, when we resist our experiences and when we try to control what's happening with the feelings that are coming alive within us. So I hope that's helpful for you and that you've found it somewhat um, 
uplifting today. And I will be back next Monday with another Q&A episode. And remember, if you want to submit a question, please do that. You can go to alexandraamore.com forward slash question, and I'll be happy to answer your question. So take care and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found the show helpful and uplifting. You'll find all the backlist episodes and show notes at unbrokenpodcast.com. If you'd like to connect, go to alexandraamore.com forward slash connect. I'll see you next time.